0: This week's episode is brought to you by Common Sense. If the recession happens, you make getting a loan harder so that it's harder to bring down the economy. If a school gets shot up, you would ban guns so that's less likely to happen. If someone m- wants to make a stupid card in Vanguard, you wait. What they made? What? Everybody, welcome to Exodus Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm root beer. And I'm gay. In a cave somewhere. You am you, you you... pretty sure that's where that's where they lay their eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's accurate. The gay agenda is just laying eggs in caves.
2: They gotta reproduce somehow.
1: In space.
2: Look, their stand, the standard way of reproducing, although no matter how hard they try, doesn't work.
1: That's accurate.
2: So they lay eggs.
1: I mean, I can confirm, as a gay,
2: that 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 it doesn't work. As a gay,
1: I can confirm that that is how we reproduce.
2: Gotcha.
0: Through,
1: osmo- through either eggs or osmosis. <laughs>
0: mm. I, I, I gotta revisit high school biology to remember what he's talking about. But anyway, uh, speaking of, of gay things... Oh uh, man, my dogs are going crazy. Uh, speaking of gay things, uh, today we're talking about uh, the uh, geese... What's the full name? It's, like, Dragon...
1: Dragon Dean Destruction Gizeh. Uh, no, it's Neon Gizeh. Uh,
0: okay, wait. You're right. What? Uh, Alright, so, why don't we just go through the effect first, and then we'll, we have, like... Which eight, one? 8,000 things to talk about.
1: Alright,
2: let's just start with Neon Gizeh, because it's a
0: starter. Okay. I'll, I'll,
1: can I do it?
0: Go for all it. Alright. Yeah.
1: Yay! So... Neon Gizem is a grade zero Kray elemental, so every clan can use this piece of hot garbage. And it also so,
0: looks like a fetus, much like Neon Messiah, because of course.
1: Accurate. Um, it also has a weird sparrow head. So um, what it does is when you ride it, it is moved to the G-Zone. So instead of Forerunner to the rear, it's to the G-Zone, but it doesn't count towards GBs. But if your skill activates based on how many cards are in the G-zone, it will activate. So, and while it's in the G-zone, it changes the effects of all of your triggers to bind the zeroth dragon from your G-zone face up. And also from your G-zone, your zeroth dragons in your bind zone cannot be moved to another location. And it also has this nifty ability where you ultimate stride a Dragon Deity of Destruction Gizeh specifically when your Vanguard is grade 3 and you have 5 different bound 0th dragons. It's... And when when you ultimate stride this way, every other card that is on your van and rearguard circles and your soul and your G-zone are completely removed from the game.
0: And then it says flip this card over and stride it. <laughs> now, Dragon Deity of Destruction Dize is when... It's a 30k elemental uh, stride, so it's not going to be 26k plus. It's just 30k all the time. It doesn't take the hard card into consideration because there's Cause no, there is hard no hard. Card. Exactly. So when it's placed on Vanguard Circle, you choose five Zerath Dragon from your bind zone and call them to separate rears. Uh, it also has continuous. You cannot ride and call rear guards other than Xeroth Dragons. All of your units do not return to your G zone and are unaffected by any influence other than this card and your guardians your rearguards cannot be attacked and then also at the beginning of your turn deal one damage to your opponent's vanguard for each zeroth dragon on your rearguard circle okay so many so many things to talk about first All off right, question yeah but it's a stride how do you start the turn with it what do you mean how do you start the turn with it you know you stride? You do the thing, and oh. to turn, it goes back. Uh, doesn't it say oh. it can't be moved? Yeah, its own skill
3: says it doesn't go back to the G-zone.
0: Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so when, the, when Neon Ds first got revealed, uh, our, our friend who usually posts reveals didn't mention that the card is double-sided. So I was like, what the fuck is this talking about? <laughs> flip this card over. Flip it over to what? Walk, right.
1: obviously.
2: Yeah. I have another question.
0: So presumably you're playing this
2: in some shell, right? Yeah. Like some insert clan here shell. But that clan is only part of one nation, so you can most have it four Xeroth dragons. What's that? Well, It has
1: this fancy, dancey little ruling, much like Glendios, where if your starter is Neon Gize, you can run all the different Xeroth dragons you want. Well, why does it say that on the card? Because Bushiro doesn't know how to design cards.
0: they also ran out of room. Because that is a lot of text.
2: What's different about Glendios, though, is when Glendios was released, you could mix clans. It wasn't a
0: problem.
1: Accurate, but now that's not true.
0: Okay, you know what's... The the most infuriating part of that is that I have seen at least ten different posts on Vanguardians in North America and Vanguards. Them going like, wait, does that mean I can stride Ultima onto, like, my uh, Overlord? No, it does it's, not. It's
1: it's because Vanguard players are stupid. <laughs>
0: like, uh, I'm sorry, but,
1: like, Vanguard, of all the card games that I've played slash play, have, like, the lowest degree of intelligence.
0: Oh, yeah, for yeah. real. Uh, I, I have evidence to back that up. Uh, we we got a tweet at us, boys, from... uh, God, where was it? Um, I'll I'll find it at some point. But basically, it, it just said, "Can you have one episode where your uh, where the guests aren't stupid?" And I'm like, "We're all dumb." <laughs>
1: Brutal. Yeah. I mean, he's is he wrong, wrong.
0: Though is he wrong?
1: As a guest, it could confirm I am really stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gay, and I don't know how to do math.
0: I feel like I, don't that, know how those are related. I feel like that's a whole other can of worms that if we open, we're going to be here all day. Yeah, uh, I know Robert.
2: how to do math, but I'm def- but, but I'm not gay. I, I don't think.
0: Okay, so uh, when when the full effects got uh, revealed, everyone lost their shit about the uh, at the beginning of your turn, deal one damage because it that's five damage. All right, so
2: I really think that's the only part of the skill people read because it they're is. like, oh my god, it deals five damage. This card is absurd. And then that, that that's about where they stopped. Yeah, sounds about right.
3: Yeah, that sounds like the typical Vanguard player.
2: Oh, you you're no, like, no. I don't care. This card's broken.
1: Alvin, you're giving the typical Vanguard player too much credit because you're implying that they at least read a effect to begin with.
0: Oh wait, oh, I found. A you're tweet. right. I found the tweet. It wasn't in Nexus at night. It was at my personal one. It said, thought about having guests that actually know what the fuck they're talking about. They could be a pretty big improvement over some of the questionable ones you've had thus far. What do you mean questionable ones? We're all questionable.
1: What I want to know is who he was talking about specifically, so I can just know who is especially stupid.
2: Well, uh, Occam's razor. I know who he was talking about specifically. He was talking about Dominic specifically.
0: Exactly, because Dom was the last guest we had. Before that tweet went out, so that's probably the thing that would... Also, but why did Dom say that was stupid? I don't know. Dom gets flack about everything anyway, so... Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everyone's freaking out about this damage-dealing thing, and uh, no one's really... Okay, so the because your triggers don't give you power and it removes all of your G-Guardians, uh, there are a lot of decks that are just going to steamroll this because you get one turn to kind of... Like, all right, I stride to use blah, okay. But you're 30k based. You're 30k based, but a lot of decks can just reach that. Um, or in the case of something like... Okay, never mind. I was going to say, uh, uh, what's his face, Valios could make him an 11k, but that's not going to happen either. Yeah, because he's not
1: subjected to influence, and I think that's my favorite wording this game has ever printed.
0: Well, I mean, at least, uh, at least they didn't give it, like... I feel like if they just said all your you know, units get resist or something would have made that A, easy to get around, and B, it was a lot more text. Mm-hmm. To... No, no,
1: I'm just saying I like the phrase because it just sounds really nice.
0: Yeah. Another thing it's about this I'm is saying. that you can't give, like, even after Geese comes out, you can't give triggers to him. So it's uh, it's shroud, right? Is that the magic term for it?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What is funny though is like just being on Geese just auto beats some decks like Murakuma. <laughs> I mean being on anything auto beats Murakuma.
2: Well that's true. Being on the uh on on a uh, Victor uh, Victor uh Gallop.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Being on Victor Gallop beats Murakuma, right?
0: Yeah. That's not a hurt.
2: And that's
0: true. Okay, uh, so what do you think about this card being double sided?
2: I think it's I
1: don't hilarious.
2: Really yeah. Would I really care? Like, because, I mean, I think they should have done kind of a double-sided starter thing like way earlier because, like, your starter is the freest spot to do it in because it's not a card that needs to be in your deck. So, you know, you don't have to worry about it being, uh like, messed with, really. Yeah. And if you just have it stay in Soul,
0: it can never really be touched. Yeah. I mean, if, after if you... after Gear Chronicle came out, I think that's why they didn't do it because they could, they could put cards back in the deck.
2: Yeah. So that, that well,
0: one. that's why you have to have it do something in Soul.
2: Yeah. Like World Mind or this card. Right. Uh Because like if it calls itself to rear it can be it can be sniped and needs to match your deck. Yeah. I just think they should have done something like this much earlier. And I think making it a generic is kind of awkward.
1: In terms of it being double sided, it has literally zero meaning. Because it's just gimmicky as hell, but it is new and I think it's kind of funny.
2: Well, mm-hmm. it does give you an extra... It's, it kind of acts as, like, an extra G-Zone slot minus the 5 zeros dragon that you put in your G-Zone.
0: Yeah. Gr- granted, the, uh, because it kills all your G-Zone, it also kills your G-Guardians. hmm
3: mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, because it kind of gives them, like, the opponent, all right, you have one turn to do something, who do you think has, like, the best, like, recourse against these?
3: Anything so, with a guard uh, restrict.
1: <laughs> Shadow Paladin has Diablo They can't retire their rearguards for the cost And um, They can't guard it because they couldn't do the cost So it's basically Objectively Shadow Paladin
0: Do you think that uh, Diablo is going to see a comeback Because of this? Fuck no
3: No. Especially since you can still use Dragstrider And probably still accomplish what you need to What kind of nutcase is going to play Shadow Paladin into and
1: Injecture?
0: Mm. Shadow mm. Paladin people?
1: No, no, but, Matt. The question you have to ask is, what kind of nutcase would put Gize in the Link Choker and Cogaro?
2: No, you don't even. They don't even need it. That's the problem.
1: That's what I'm saying. You're gonna
2: play so, straight up, and you're gonna lose.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: Oh yeah. So I'm it saying like
1: stupid to put it in.
2: Oh yeah, but I'm saying like even like you, even playing a deck that to be Gize is like not good because you lose to the two most the deck.
1: Yeah. You lose to literally everything, including probably Giza.
0: Another thing is that uh because like all of the Zeroth Dragons in the back do literally nothing, so yeah, it su- couldn't even give them like
1: fucking yeah, not even it's it's stupid. Giza, not No,
0: not they the ones sit, in the back. They
1: literally sit there and act as the damage dealer.
2: Oh, by the way, if you play this card and you don't have Zr um, Zeroth Dragons, you're just not even a real person. True. Like, if you're gonna meme this deck, you have
0: to have all ZRs. Okay, so <laughs> so it, it, if this card is the like the new meme deck, like a uh, Demiurge was, how long do you think it's gonna take before it burns out?
1: It already burns out. Really? I. It's not out. and
0: It already burnt out. It it <laughs> got revealed last Wednesday. I I uh, like we were gonna we recorded the starting episode after the reveal. I I told everyone to shut up about it because I thought it was going to be this big thing that everyone was losing their shit over. It's been, like, what, a week? A and week, now it doesn't matter? Stuff. Yeah. I mean...
1: Because it sucks.
0: Yeah. Okay, here's how you
3: beat Giza. You sit on grade 2 and never ride to grade 3. I mean, what are they going to do about it? Their well, triggers don't work.
0: That's true. Although, they they can go into Giza even if you're at grade 2. Yeah, yeah they just need five, five triggers. Yeah. Um... The,
1: but, Basically, the reason why it's already like lost steam is because after a week, people realized that it's ass. And yeah. like also, so, um, I solemn made a video on it, and be that as it is his content or not, be that, um, he made a very good point in that even his dog could play it because it's literally about seeing triggers. So, like, it is the most luck-centric deck in the game because it is entirely based around seeing triggers. So, like, nobody wants to play that because that's just boring as hell.
2: Maybe he's just not playing it correctly. <laughs> if, you know, player, you would, if you were things. a good player, you would see more triggers. Don't you know?
1: <laughs> that's accurate.
3: <laughs> so how long before Chris makes this deck? I give him uh, away. He's already made. He he already has all
2: of the cards in <laughs> somehow. So
0: <laughs> what what? He's gonna drop
2: like eight hundred dollars on this shit.
0: What deck is like best suited for this, quote unquote, because it's trail yes. elemental. Can you just jam battle sisters in there.
1: That's what, what I did. I made a, I made a Douglas with this online because I wanted to try it out before I realized how much I fucking hate the card. And battle sisters was the best because if you don't see five triggers, you go into Stalin, have a shit out of field, check top five, keyboard triggers, push away everything else.
2: Because you can just start also,
1: though, right? <laughs> That's who. You can win on, on the merits that is it that it is also Battle Sisters and not Gizeh.
2: So the whole point is that the best shells for this deck are decks that are good without Gizeh. Yes. So you might have a better chance of just not playing Gizeh.
0: Take a lesson out of Ender's Game. The only way to win is not to play. Or is that War Games? I can't remember. Oh, war, games. war Games. War Games, okay. Definitely War Games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What the fuck are you people talking about?
0: It's a All book. Right, Read a book.
2: War about it's about Tic-Tac-Toe. <laughs> and it's yeah, Same. Because Tic-Tac-Toe is always a draw if both players are not retarded. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry.
2: Oh, sorry, I shouldn't use retarded. I'm going to say not stupid. If you even think of about anything you know that the game is always going to be a draw but and they wanted a computer to stop doing something starting world war 3 i don't remember something about world war III. and uh they just made the computer play tic-tac-toe and uh the computer in its great sentience realizes the only winning move is not to
1: play <laughs> That's incredible! I need to see this movie. I don't know amazing. how you have not seen
2: this movie. It's like eighties galore.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's got fucking the guy who played Ferris Bueller and the goth chick from the Breakfast Club. Like that—that that is so eighties yep. it hurts. You know? Holy!
2: Yeah. Shit,
0: I don't know how you I, haven't I,
2: seen
0: this. Nexus That's at Night, like, the eighties movie podcast.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, incredible. this is important. This is important. It's like Gabe is not even a real person.
1: <laughs> I mean, was that ever a question?
2: Well, I mean, I thought you would at least see WarGames.
1: Wait, was it War or
2: Ender's Game? War game. War, war games.
0: games.
1: War
2: games.
0: Okay. Atlas just doesn't know stuff. <laughs> That's accurate. Well, they both have the word "game" in it, so forgive mm-hmm. me for. So, so it's no. it's a it's in Game of Thrones. I hate you. Me too. Then I do red wedding on your ass. Uh Did we really, like, run out of stuff to talk about with Geese? No, I
2: just wanted to make sure that we understood what was
0: going on. This is honestly
1: more important than Geese, to be quite honest.
0: That it is, in fact, War Games. Okay. All
2: right. Uh, But, but, yeah, uh, the decks that, you know, try to gain enough advantage early to wait till Geese... Basically, aka c5 triggers, right degree three, have another turn, etc. Yeah, are also the ones which might just be better off without it. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Because you're all the, the biggest issue with Gizeh is that Neon Gizeh as a starter, and starters are so fucking important now that you're just kind of losing a resource and you're effectively going minus one to tr- even try to do it. Until well, yeah, you're
2: minus one and to for a chance to. Mean your opponent, yeah. yeah, which is sometimes worth.
3: And also, Accurate. losing the power ability of a trigger is such a huge disadvantage.
1: No, that's okay. true. I am. I kind of want to. If I, if I, if I ever get a job and stop being poor, by the time this comes out, I'm going to build it because I hate myself, and I'm going to build it with all ZRs.
0: <clears throat> Do it. you, you have Do to. It. It's
2: not even. It's not even like using triple R reprints for this deck is like you just quit Vanguard at that. Point.
0: Okay, I'm actually, dragger. I'm kind of curious about this. So you can only fit five Zeroth Dragons on board. Which one do you cut out?
1: Um,
0: which because uh, I don't
2: want to look at it. I mean, <laughs> no. I Dr- do, Dragma's I... going to... I like have Drag- art. Okay, so this is how your board should always be, right? Your two front rows should be, uh, should be starts.
1: No, but it has to be different ZRs. It, it specifies.
2: Yeah. Oh, different? So you need one of each? Yeah. 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 Up to one of each? Oh, then you cut Zona. Cut Zoa. Well, no, I... you cut Dust, so you look like a shitter.
1: No, you play Stark. You need
2: Dust um, behind Vanguard, though. No. <laughs> you
1: need du- you need Dust, but you need Dust. What I do is I put Dust, um, Ultima, and Stark, which are the three best ones, in the back row, and make the front row Zoa and Drachma because they're the two worst.
3: Yeah, that works. Yeah. So we also, cut Megiddo because he's basically in the middle. Also, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: now, uh, you know, does it is it relevant into the deck until it gets its Bermuda Triangle art where it looks like a princess?
2: <laughs> Why can't I just
0: have five in the same one? I mean, four of the same one and one other. Ah, uh, because they they needed to like for the for the anime. I'm guessing. Like,
2: doesn't even matter. It doesn't. Like, they could just let the card do whatever it wants and let the anime go one of each. Like, they don't have
1: to like put that shit on us. Remember, it's Bushiro. They can't design cards
0: good. Well, so, so they're the Zoolander of, of TCGs. Awesome.
1: Yeah, this is old news
0: though. Yeah. Okay. But so. G-
1: oh wow. Well. Gizeh's terrible. Okay. Probably yeah. how
0: I would do it is because some of them face certain ways. I would have Zoa and Medido on the left side because I face to the right. Uh, Dust in the in the back middle because it's like perfectly symmetrical. Ultima in the top right, and then and Stark in the bottom right because they they face to the left. Mm. Apparently symmetry is not appreciated. Okay, fine. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. Um, because you
1: actually had to think about that one.
0: I'm guessing if you wanted to do it for money's purposes, you would sell off the dust just because it's the best one.
1: And probably... we have we have yet to see the prices. For some reason, dust just might be cheap compared to everything.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, how, how... I, I don't I don't
1: believe it will be, but there is the chance. Especially because it only has to cater to four clans, which is part of why Zoa is also cheap as hell, because it only caters to three, and Drachma's still $100 because it caters to five.
0: Yeah, and people think it's good for some reason. I think is okay. I think it's better than Ultima. Let's see. Drachma, it's
2: just, when you look at Dust, everything else looks like shit.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they were also... Sh- um, Zoa, Megiddo, and Drachma were also shit before oh. Dust was a thing.
0: Okay, I'm curious. So in the in the picture for Deez, there's like this weird like pod thing that looks like the thing from the Matrix or the their Futurama or something. Who's in that pod? Kazuma. So we- I have a
2: question. Are you avoiding Rick and
1: Morty because your IQ is not high Yeah, I'm not smart enough to have seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> the, actually, the, the actual answer is um, Glory Maker. For real because it look it looks like the card in the picture.
0: That's such an odd card to have.
1: It's not actually Glory Maker. No, oh. there's no answer to that. It's just to symbolize how Gize possesses people, and that's Gize possessing things. Okay. In the anime, what, what's going to happen is when Chrono plays Kazuma, when G- Gize is played, Chrono, G- like, it'll actually be Gize touching the cards, and then Kazuma will be in the that's
0: what's going to happen. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that the only way to win is not to play.
1: Well, that's the answer to Vanguard before Gizeh came out, but
0: yeah. Yeah, true. Um, ugh, I really hope this thing is not, uh, like, everybody jumping on it all at once or something. It's not. Because people not, realize
1: it's bad the first day it came out.
0: I yeah. mean, and I... it,
3: it already has, like, two pretty popular hard counters, too. Which or what? Uh, Chaos can actually still lock it because Deluge can call over them locked. So, yeah. Chaos will just lock the field and then you sit there on Gizeh and cry because you can't uh, win the game anymore.
1: I wouldn't say Chaos is a hard counter because Deluge only gets rid of two of them and they can still burn for three.
3: You just just force lock the rest of them.
1: I I just... I don't think Chaos is a hard counter solely because being able to force lock a full damn field is a bit much to ask for.
3: Yeah. And then there's also Mega Colony because Obtorandis actually just stops it from working.
0: Yeah. that That is funny. Um, let's see. I know, well, you said anything with Gargastric, so like Great Nature comes to mind too. Just, all right, Managarm. Rhymes.
3: Because you can't G-guard, so as long as you can hit over 30k and guard restrict him, what is he going to do?
1: Exactly. Guard with the grades that aren't restricted?
0: There are none. Because the Rhinos.
1: But that's still like one combo that's kind of specific.
0: I mean, it's a searchable combo. Fair. Um... I also think that the because it like basically negates your triggers, uh, one to pass is no pass. It is. Yeah.
3: That's how you
1: play it. The other way to counter, which I actually did successfully one game because I wanted to see if it worked, is just play it zero damage.
0: Dude, I heard it some people work. go like, alright, if you play with Angel Feather, then... No. Well, because no. well, everyone's like, oh, rescue checks, so you can see more triggers. I don't know why that came up, but...
1: It's be- the thing is though, like you can't really rescue fast enough to like make it mean anything, and also because of how fast the game is, you kind of need to pop off your triggers early. Uh-huh. And rescue is still up to RNG, so if you don't see triggers, you're still fucked. While with Battle Sisters with Stalin, you can check the top five and just manually get rid of things that aren't triggers. True. I did that when I was. I played just like five games with Gizeh. One of the games, and checked up five to zero triggers, set them all away. Ugh. But yeah, Gizeh sucks. Yeah. TLDR, Gizeh sucks. Please don't play it.
3: Like playing Gizeh, you're just kind of asking to get rushed because your triggers don't work. And then. Yeah, like we'll say you can just won the pass, which is essentially a no pass. I. So, like, you are actively helping your opponent beat you unless you can get five
0: triggers within first stride. So, them's facts. That seems like it's the long and short of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's all there really is to it. It didn't. The Vanguard cards are really simplistic in design, so it doesn't take that much to, like, have most come to light with it.
0: Yeah. God damn, this is going to be like a Planet Money episode where they're like, all right, we're done. I'm like, it's 30 minutes. What are you talking about?
1: I mean, I could talk about why I hate Giza, putting aside the fact that it sucks.
0: Yes, of course, go for it. <laughs>
1: so, in my playtesting with it, I what we're going to assume with this card is that it is one of the thirty games where you actually pull off Giza successfully. Is that it also facilitates an incredibly unhealthy gameplay? Again, want to remind you that this is all hypothetically if you pull Gizeh off. Cause like Gizeh itself is an incredibly boring card. It's it gets it even takes triggers out of the equation for your deck. And once you play it, it's just okay, I'll shit out of field of six cards, three of which are useless, and the other are just 25k beaters. Still can't use triggers, so I'll go 25, 30, 25. End of turn. Did I lose? Yes. Did I not? I win. It just creates an incredibly boring game state that, like, I would assume that even Gize players would hate. But the worst of it is in the Gize mirror match, because Bushi ruled that Gize's effects can't deal damage to an opposing Gize. So... It is literally... And also, Gize says that rear guard, your rear guards can't be attacked. So your 25Ks, which can't get triggers applied to them, can't hit the 30K base of the opposing Gize. So it's literally just Gize, hit Gize, hit Gize <laughs> with 5K guard for no pass because, again, you still don't have your fucking triggers. So the, the game literally becomes whoever has more cards in deck wins, because it just becomes a deck-out race at that point.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have found the worst mirror match in history.
1: (laughs) And that's why I
0: hate Gizeh, because it
1: it is such a terribly designed (laughs) card, both in how broken, but also how terrible it is in both situations. Like, this is legitimately probably the worst design card in the history of the game, because it is simultaneously too good and not remotely good and also just makes the game boring.
2: Okay, so... Yeah, Wait, why uh, doesn't it hit opposing Gizehs? Uh, because
1: because Gizeh has an effect that specifies that your rear guards can't be attacked, so that means your 25k um, Zero Dragons can only attack the opposing Gizeh, but because Giza is a 30k base and you don't get triggers you'll never be able to
2: hit. No, like, why doesn't it deal 5 with the auto?
3: Because he says he he can't be... Well, he says he can't be affected by any influence, which includes auto damage, so that means he doesn't work on himself. Yeah, so if you're in a Giza mirror match, the two of them just stare at each other. At that point, you just count how many cards in your deck and whoever has less loses. All right. Pack it up. we well, found
0: the worst mirror match. Let's go home, everybody.
2: Yeah, this is awful.
0: <laughs> this is a nice seven hundred dollar mirror match.
2: Like the only way this ends is somehow your opponent just draws like eight grade threes in a row.
1: But even yeah. then, they'll probably have from the earlier turns of the game. At Wait, least a but then you shouldn't even
2: games. be att- if you're at the point where you have more cards, you shouldn't even be attacking, right?
1: Yeah, you would sit there, but you would still, but you you would be drawn, but you would still probably have. A- other cards saved up from previous turns.
3: Right, that's what I'm saying. You just say, go, 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 go. Yeah.
1: You
3: just sit there. Yeah, on, like, like as, soon as, you're, as soon as both players have Giza, out, you just count how many cards are in the deck, and whoever has less loses. Doesn't even work anyway, because your opponent would have to
2: attack
0: at that point in order to... Uh, that doesn't even work. This, no, this, is re- yeah, this is awful. This is really starting to bum me out. The best part that's about it, t- The best part about <laughs> this whole thing is that Gabe... After it revealed, uh, it got revealed. He went, came to me on Facebook and went, "Can I come on this week? I need to talk about how terrible Geez is." And it was everything I expected in the best way possible. Congrats! <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> I had just, I have
3: such, like, this is legitimately my most hated card in the game because of
1: like how horribly it is designed. I mean, every angle. Th-
0: they said that. Uh, Like, before they revealed the effect, they were like, these will undo everything you know about the common sense of Vanguard. And Vanguard barely has any common sense to begin with. So now we're in some kind of, like, bizarro dimension. And, uh, yeah, it's not pretty. Um, do you guys think that this is going to be some kind of, uh, like, intro to the next mechanic because they're about to end the G era? That's what some people are speculating, like, double-sided cards... Um, the way Harmonix Messiah was the intro to stride. Does anybody have any opinions on that? Like,
2: grade twos or whatever that turned into strides for whatever yeah. reason?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I I feel like...
0: I don't know,
1: because I feel like the reason why G existed was the emphasis on the G-zone. So while I think that they're going to still print strides, I feel like they're going to like do things away from the G zone, just to have something new. Yeah. But I might be
0: completely wrong. I mean, all we can do is speculate. Yeah. Um, is there any? The... Is there anything else you guys have to add about this like magnificently stupid design of a card?
1: Don't play it. Good to know.
0: Play it, but only with ZRs.
2: <laughs> make sure you have. Make sure, you, and one of them has to be dust.
0: play them symmetrically.
1: No, actually, the way to play Gizeh is you have to buy the most expensive ZRs. It's based on price and nothing more.
0: Okay, so you have to go, probably, Dust, Ultima, Drachma, and then Meganel, I guess? Stark? Oh, yeah, Stark would probably get the win on that.
1: Stark, um, well, of course, it's, like, still Sneak Peek week. Uh, Stark is going for a nice 150.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: Because it's the first ZR that's actually going.
0: I mean, Me- yeah. Megido is pretty pretty solid, but yeah, it's not Megido is
1: only a comeback card. You don't you don't like win games with Megido. It's just like a last ditch effort if you're going about to if you have like no resources and you kind of need to need them to edge out the win. Actually,
0: like, nobody
1: nobody kills with Megido.
0: Actually, I have a gr- that is a great segue to a new segment that I wanted to introduce here on Nexus at night. Called, I cannot believe you actually said that. So, uh, I pick a, or one of us picks a comment from, you know, Facebook or uh, Reddit or Twitter or whatever, and we read it and then we make fun of them. So, uh, I'm not going to say, I'm, we're not, we're going to keep the people anonymous, but we're going to say which community it's from. So, this is from Vanguards, which is the meme Facebook group. So, this could obviously Thank be a God. joke.
1: But- oh, hell yeah. Let's fucking. Go! Oh! I said, oh, yeah. "Don't
0: shout in the cave, man." That...
1: I know, but this time it was real. I think it was warranted if we're making fun of it.
0: All right, we're ready. Okay, so here, Let's here it this. is. Here it is. I cannot believe you actually said that. Colon, unpopular Vanguard opinion thread. Mine. Megiddo is the worst ZR. Oh boy! How
2: do you just say that when Zo exists? I know. And Dracula Accurate. exists.
0: Yeah. So uh, obviously. Uh, some people thought it was bait, and some people okay. thought thought he was actually Alice, dumb. Someone, Alice, yeah.
1: The one, the the key question, the key thing here is he said it was an unpopular opinion. There's a reason why it's
3: unpopular.
0: Yeah, but it's not an opinion because it's, it's
3: wrong.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No. I I uh my my comment to that was God, where is it? I'm like really far down there. Um, I said there's a difference between unpopular and wrong. You are the latter. <laughs> Fair. and then uh, and then i posted a, a link to this uh so commander jaime who has been on the show before he has a youtube channel we pu- i pu- uh he put up a video where with megido you can make 12 attacks with Grand Blue, which Grand Blue is famously the worst clan to use with megido and uh yeah so that was that was my answer um fair yeah but j- just like I don't know if it was bait or if he was actually being dumb, but just... Kind of, I it's cannot... on Vanguard, so he's actually being dumb. <laughs> on the meme page, are you sure it's not bait? Yes, because
1: the, the reason why it's the meme page is because it's famously stupid.
0: I see. Somebody uh, commented, Drachma is the worst ZR, and it got five likes and two angry faces, which means two people are don't agree with him.
1: Oh, actually, on that note, I have a... Um, I have a... I I I definitely have more ones that are incredibly stupid, but I need to find them. But I remember this one offhand. So, like, an hour after Gize got revealed, somebody commented, somebody made a post on Vanguard that said, So, because of Gize, is Murakumo irrelevant?
0: Irrelevant? Implying that they were relevant before Gize? Yes. (laughs) This
1: is stupid for two reasons. One, it's implying that they were relevant before. And two, it's implying that the reason why they are irrelevant is Gizeh. Ugh. Which is why my comment in response was it was never relevant, which got more reacts than the post itself. It was like three laugh reacts, four angry reacts, because everybody has a boner for their bad decks.
0: Man, ho- hoisted by my own petard on the debut of this segment. So Jesus they Christ.
1: Even stupider.
3: Oh, god I don't remember the exact comment, but I do remember one time in the Vanguard subreddit, someone said Dust was the worst ZR.
0: I remember that. That was great. I'm pretty. Was that one serious? I think that was bait, but I'm not sure.
3: It's hard to tell when he had paragraphs describing every ZR when he ordered them.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then he may have may have been actually serious. I just do hold, for whatever reason, the Vanguard
1: subreddit in higher esteem than Vanguard's in terms of stupidity. <laughs> I mean... Because... yet
0: yeah, gone. I was going to say, so, some of it, 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 it gets there. Uh, no, I'm uh, not saying
1: that it doesn't get there. I just What, what I meant is, like, it, mo, mostly Vanguard's is what gets there. It's usually the subreddit. And also, from what I've seen, at least most of the subreddit... People who are new to the game and asking actual questions, not just saying stupid, outlandish things.
0: Yeah. I guess it's the kind of thing where, like, it's either they don't know better in the case of the subreddit, and then in the case of Vanguards, you know better than that. Come on, man. Clearly they don't. Yeah. So that that was our new segment. I can't believe you actually said that. Uh, I, I think that this could be, like, if we, like, took turns every week and then. Uh, yeah, something like that. Or if you have, um, if you have, you know, ideas or screenshots, please, please tweet them to us because, uh, this we do this in our spare time anyway. So why not put, get part of the podcast? Gogh might
2: be the subject of many, uh, sources of these. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like 80%. A,
0: now
1: that I know this is a thing, I will look through my list because I have many of these. So just get fucking ready.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, go, go ahead if you if you have a screenshot because please if possible get a screenshot and uh, I think the, and black out the name if you can. What were you gonna say?
1: I think the ultimate what like the stupid one that we can keep as a nice like starter for this, that is the embodiment of all the stupid vanguards. I mean, the vanguard rather posts.
0: Does this is, top the Murakumo one?
1: I would say yes solely because of the quantity of people that agree with it, not the quality of the stupidity. Okay. And it is the phrase gear cancer.
0: Just that's it? Gear cancer?
1: That's it. If you, if you believe that gear cancer is in any way, shape, or form a real thing, you are the reason why we laugh at the community. I mean... They- gear Gear cancer is the pickle Rick of the vanguard. <laughs>
0: i got to put that on a t-shirt, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Just have people like saying gear cancer, I'm so on board with this.
1: <laughs> that's all there is to say. Okay,
0: alright, next time I'm at a tournament, I'm, I'm going to see if I can have that t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that that was DZ, that's our new segment. Uh, you can you can follow us on Twitter at Nexus at Night, or you can follow me at Atlas Novak. Oh god, I think Matt disappeared again.
1: <laughs> I don't have a
0: Twitter, so you oh, can okay. find me
1: on Facebook. I'm in both Vanguards and North America under the name Gabe Feldinger, and uh, I'm... Where else can you find me? Uh, my Twitter, I mean, my Instagram is Gabe-Feldinger, so... If you want to get to the real memes, follow my finsta, which is dark hyphen bitcoin.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, please tell me you spelled out the word hyphen just for the fun of it.
1: No. Bummer. Because then okay. it would look... It's because it would look, like, disgusting. Yeah, that's to true. like, read.
0: Okay, well, since... I, since Matt apparently died, you can find him on... I'll do it. You can find oh, him on Twitter. Oh, my
2: bad. Uh, find me at Wiggums, 2G's, two 2Z's. Two Where did you go? <laughs> Gabe was talking, so I was letting him talk. Oh, no, I mean, like, before that.
1: Because we were waiting for somebody to talk about their handle for, like, ten seconds.
2: (laughs) Oh, that could have been me. I'm not sure where I went before that. My apologies. Oh, oh, It's okay. It's funny. Gabe's voice was still echoing in my head.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It it tends to do that. I mean, like, because of how he looks, and I'm sure you've seen him in person, either on, you know, Nexus Tour or on his Facebook or whatever, but you're this skinny-ass guy, and your voice is so goddamn deep.
1: Would it, would it surprise you if I told you that one of my Yu-Gi-Oh! friends here is actually scrawnier and deeper in
0: voice? Uh, that would be surprising, and I have to hear it at some point. Like, send me but a he, picture. But, he's,
1: but he, the best part is he's also like 6'3".
0: Okay, that at least makes a little more sense if, he, if he's So tall. he's
1: just really long and like deep in voice, and I love him. Because like when I first heard him talk, I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh Rupier, where can they find you? You can find me at
3: Plasma Eclipse, even though I never actually post anything on Twitter
0: I mean it seems like most of the time when people tweet at us they just tweet at me or Nexus at night, which that's not the worst thing but uh yeah so if you if you have uh if you have submissions for I can't believe it that you actually said that uh send us a screenshot and please try and black out the name if you can because I don't want to slant like you know get somebody cyberbullied. We're just going to make fun of the posts. If you end up finding it on your own, uh, don't cyber anybody, please. Uh, we, we may be mean to each other, but we love Actually, each other. Actually, on but,
1: that note,
0: uh-oh.
1: what's I, like kind of important, if you're still saying things about Hellman cheating, please shut the fuck up. It was three years ago. Yeah. Because I'm still finding posts about that, and I'm just like, Bushiro did what they did, so please shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. It's over. I mean... And like, Not to I,
1: some people.
0: I mean, I'm friends with Helen. She's a nice person. It's, you know, don't we don't need to we don't need to keep this going longer than it should. And
1: but she, people are, which is why I'm mentioning it.
0: Yep. Although uh, there might be a Streisand effect thing where they're like, oh yeah, I forgot Helen existed. Let's just, <laughs> so please don't. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Join us next time, where uh, we will be looking into uh, possible ideas for the new mechanic and Bushrod, I hope, is listening, so maybe it'll happen. Until next time, I was Atlas. Matt, goddammit.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, how much do I have to say the same thing?
0: Just, we do it every week, or whatever. It, but I already did it. Well, the, uh, <laughs> Matt exists. Okay, he's Matt. He goes through beer. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I am here. And I'm in a bathrobe, and have a good night, everybody. <laughs> I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder that, of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K, you can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N E X U S A T N I G H T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N E X U S C O R P S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.